Hello, hello. How's everyone doing out there? I hope everyone's out there staying safe and healthy. Thank you for tuning in to Necessary Conversations with the Black Woman. I'm your host, Jessica Mason. This platform is for black women, you know, to share their experiences, to educate and enlighten the public on their plight. You know, folks always, you know, bad women have a bad rep and have this reputation of being angry. Well, you ever ask yourselves why? You know, and, and then this talk nowadays, especially of, you know, a conversation, we should be having a conversation uh, two decades into the 21st century. Now you want to have that conversation about 20 years too late for that. But you know what? You want to have the conversation? Fine. Let's have a conversation. So that's what we're here to do. So sit back, relax, take a load off, you know, get your libations, your teas, your coffees, you know, whatever your preface is. And let's just sit down and just, you know, listen and talk and have this conversation. Okay, so tonight we have with us. Hi, everyone. My name is Gabrielle Smith Jr. And I am from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I am a media um, production technology facilitator. Um, yeah. All right. So what age uh, bracket do you fall into? Gen X, Gen Z, millennial, which one? Oh, well, I believe I am in the category of um, what they consider to be a millennial. Um, I am an 80s baby, 85. So um, millennial it is. Okay, okay. Listen, no shame in the game. I know sometimes millennials tend to get a bad rep, but I think for the most part, we managed to hold down the, the in between the generations of before us, which would be Gen X and then the Gen Z. We're the last generation to actually be able to do certain stuff like go outside and you know have fun <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah before the, the world of gaming actually took over mm -hmm. um but let me answer this a few weeks ago there was a post going around uh where a group chat with a bunch of um young white women was leaked and it um didn't seem very well on the black man's parts and I just want to know, when I saw the post, I just remember thinking to myself, there's so many things wrong with this. I don't even know where to begin. But like, what went through your mind when you saw the post? Um, going back, I do believe I, I did see the post and I read it. It was in regards to a group of white women. Um, I believe that's what you're uh, talking about. The white women who are in a group, a group chat, a group chat and they were discussing their relationship um, of them being with black men and how black men were desperate um, and how like one mentioned that, you know, if she wanted to, um, if she told the black man she wanted to pee in his mouth or defecate um, in his mouth that he would allow her to do that. Um, and how they find that to be like, to them being with a black man isn't a prize but for some reason, um, it's like they feel as if for the black man, if they're if the black man is with a white woman per se, that the black man feel like it's a prize, and they're like, no, that's not like for us, it's the opposite. So when I saw that, I was just like, wow, like, <laughs> I mean, just like with any everything that's being exposed in 2020, I mean, hey it's that's how some of them feel you know some of these white uh young ladies or white females um that's how they feel and I, I i think personally a lot of them when they do date outside of their particular race it's more of a, fa a fascination um yeah i think it's more as a fascination or like a phase that they go through but 
I don't think like, I think probably eight out of 10 of them, um, you know, once they have their fascination, they actually married that white man. Like if they dated a black man in high school or middle school, but um, once there's time to settle down and start a family, they're gonna start that family with that white man. I think I would agree with you unless, um, you know, that the, the brother is a brother of standing, you know, CEO, you know, corporate brother, uh, athlete, you know, high standing class A fella, if you know what I mean. And then I feel like there'll be some consideration yeah. of marriage in that particular case. But at the same time, that's on him. That's not on her. Absolutely. Absolutely. At, at that point, because again, you know, um, like they say, uh, in, in terms of economic and um, when it talks with class, um, where you stand, I do believe you're, you're actually right. If that black male is as, you know, a good stand and um, he's at a certain point where he is making a good income. And I, I would say probably celebrity wise, whether it's um, majority, if he's a sports player or someone that's going to be bringing in, you know, as they say, the bacon, yeah, then they will go ahead and, and um, uh, hold on to that black man and sort of reap his benefits <laughs> of him making, uh, being successful. So now I remember looking at some of the comments and, and when I first looked at it, I was specifically looking for what some of the sisters were saying. I remember one post, one girl specifically said, uh, black women stay out of this. This is not our fight. Don't even respond. Don't comment on this. This is not our, this is not for us. Stay out of it. We don't want none of this smoke. One lady even said, I'm going to be over here deep conditioning while y'all handle this because this has nothing to do with us. Like, what do you feel the same? What was your take on the Black woman's response to this? And that was the thing because, again, I, I try to keep in mind it's like, all right, these are the views of some white girls. But actually, when it comes to the opposite race, I, I feel as if a lot of them say these things in the quiet behind closed doors. Um, and I would say that probably 90% of them feel that way. And there's probably a 10% of the white females that actually do care and love and look beyond color, probably 10%, but that other 90%, no, they're looking that color. And um, for being a black woman, I was just like, okay, I was like, well, I'm open, but I'm not going to be like, why are they saying that and this and that, and they shouldn't be talking. Nope. Because um, too many times I've seen different comments and posts when it comes from the black man and you know, it's it's too many black males out there that are un when it comes to knowledge base of self that they do not defend the black woman, and so therefore I felt as if you know I I read the post and I was just like, well, at least it's out in the open. At least hopefully they can see that yeah, there's this is how some of these white you know females are thinking. Um, but yeah, I I, I would have the same thing. Look the other way. You know, that's I'm I'm not gonna comment. That ain't my problem. And, and I'll be honest with you, like I said, when I saw it, I felt like there's so much wrong with this that I didn't even know where to begin. And it, I did have that inner urge to want to defend. I did. But at the same token, like you said, I don't believe there was nothing that was said in that conversation. First of all, it was a, a private text that got leaked. And again, there wasn't anything that was surprising to me. I'm sure, like you said, they discussed, you know, behind closed doors. So like you, I wasn't surprised, but I definitely did have the urge at first to want to uh, defend and I think that's probably why I went to the um to the comments first to see you know what some other sisters might be saying towards this but once I saw the you know sit step back this is not our fight I said you know what you are absolutely right 
This is not our fight. And there's been too many times where we've been left hanging out to dry. Black man that I too said, you know what? I'm a step back. This ain't my fight. I don't really want any to smoke anyhow. So, you know, brothers, go ahead and handle this. Now, I must say I was extremely shocked, pissed off taken aback like so many things that were happening at one time once i saw the scene the reaction of the black man to that post and automatically the blame coming to us and i was like okay how do they call you out on this but you automatically put this on us like one gentleman posted how this was probably um fake and that a, a, a black woman made an account and did this i'm like fellas uh, granted, this is 2020. It's not like it's not possible, and and I get that, but a little far fetched, don't you think? Yeah, I was a bit disappointed in that too as well because I'm like, first of all, here was something that was brought to light. I guess because uh, um, it was a young black lady that was shedding light on the post, and she initially made the post and was comment on it and was saying, "Wow, like she was amazed that here we have these group of white women." and how they're talking bad about you know black dudes so for me when i saw the um the comments too from the from a few black you know males i was just like this is absurd like how are you turning this back again on the black woman and it like they're defending the white woman for saying these things about them like and then for you to say to put in it that a, a black woman must have made that because they feel as if black women are bitter and stuff but against um, you know, the white woman dealing with the black man. And I'm just like, that is absurd. Um, and it's disgusting. And I, I know, like, I give honor and praise to those black men who do hold the black queen at a high pedestal and who do respect their black woman and who do, you know, cherish and things like that. And then I also have to bear in mind that you do have those um, that are like, the ones that are in these comments, self-hatred is something that you know, you hate yourself so much that you were turning around and want to blame the counterpart. Like, bro, I'm sure your mother is a black woman, right? And I'm sure your aunt, you you have aunts, and I'm sure you, some of you might have sisters who are black, grandmothers who are black. So for you to turn around and then want to blame the black woman so bad, it's just, you know, it's appalling. Surprising, but then again, it's like, you know, in these days and time, a lot of these young black males, some of them, is miseducated and misguided, misinformed. I want to be, you know, that type of reaction, you know, somewhat, somewhat expected, but that type of reaction that they, that comments that they made towards back the black woman. It's, it's shameful. It's shameful. It's sad. And it, it has to stop. In my opinion, it has to stop. I've, um, I've been feeling for a very long time. Like, like you said, I, I have respect for, you know, the black man that, you know, and not even so much on the relationship status. You don't have to be in a relationship, you know, to uplift your, your counterpart. It, it's not that hard. It could be professionally. It could be, you know, on a social level. It could be someone you don't even know on social media, just, you know, giving them praise. But too many times, I feel like we've been, like you said, we've been put down by our counterpart. And, and, and this has been going on for too many generations, in my opinion, and, and it has to stop. And I don't even know where we begin to do that when, you know, so much of our foundation has been broken. And, and like you said, there's been misguidance and, you know, miseducation that's going on within our community alone. But th this certainly has to stop. I, I'm tired of being put down. 
black counterparts. I'm tired of being disrespected by black counterparts. And more importantly, I'm tired of being left behind. And, you know, as you know, speaking in reference to this, something that just came to my mind and too is, um, you know, we as black people, you know, whether you are, I, I call you or I say in my terms, you know, native, native, if you are a Native American, as far as when I say that, because there are blacks that have been indigenous that was here in America before, you know, the few that was brought over as slaves, um, whether you are of Afro-Caribbean descent, meaning that, you know, your parents might not be from America, but they're from the Caribbean and, you know, they still have that Afro-Africanism that was brought over. And my last thing I would say is melanated African person you are. Um, once you come from that stem of Africa and you have that melanin into you, you are African. But something that um, I'm noticing in reference to this is for, I believe a lot of this causes from unhealed trauma because although within our black communities that we have um sometimes they don't highlight that we do like there are people that grow up with a mother and a father you know the, the two family home the masculine and the feminine energy and then we do have a lot depending on where you are you know if you're in certain neighborhoods with the systematic uh racism with far as if you're living like in a per se ghetto community or you might have your only single mother and I think a lot of the times like especially if you are a black male and you grow up with that single parent it's a lot that that woman takes on and might have struggles and there's probably issues as a black man that you see that person going through or you know as sometimes the mother probably takes you know take her anger frustration out on that black child because that reminds her of that man that she was with who did her wrong and things like that like so many different scenarios that can happen that you know can cause some of these once these black males get older could cause them to feel the way against you know that black woman um so i also take that into consideration and then you do also have the ones that you know might have grew up in a single parent home and you know, if they had a parent that was always nurturing and doing things, like they want to see that Black woman, they, you know, put that Black woman high where they say, you know what, I'm going to make sure whoever I'm with the, don't go through the same thing that my mother went through or not. Um, so I look at that and I, I think that plays a part too as well that, again, through everything, it's just the trauma um, and subconsciously it's something that hasn't been dealt with. Um, we as Black people see trauma on an everyday basis from, you know, with police brutality, with images of, uh, of folks being um, killed on social media right in front of, you know, on social media. You look at his video right there and it's constantly replaying. And I'm, I'm like, it's an everyday trauma. So I don't know. I feel as if that takes a part too with how they might view certain things. Um, because again, when it comes to the white woman, it's like, you see the white woman as being able to be vulnerable, right? They're able to, um, you know, if something happens, see them cry, like they don't always have to portray that image of being strong and stuff like, so it's like, yeah, they're able to look at where they can, you see them as loving and you want to love that person because they're able to show their vulnerability whereas with the black woman at times it's like we're unable to show our vulnerability and it's like you always have to have that staying strong and 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 you know 
you have to hide your soft side. So um, oh, yeah, I think that's, that's also something that might have an impact too. That's not allowed. You start showing your soft side and all of a sudden you're weak. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you don't see that with any other race. You know, it's it's like only when it comes to us Black women, it's like we always constantly have to show that we're not vulnerable. Like we can't be soft and um, that, that whole loving aspect. And I think that needs to change. And crying. To me, that was always the biggest one. Like we, yeah. we uh, the, the crying was a sign of weakness. And for years, I, I believed that myself too. And definitely hold back. I didn't want anybody to see me cry. I didn't want to cry in front of anyone because I knew what stigma that would have. Not realizing that that is such a good healing mechanism and, and, and it's almost like a cleansing Mhm. Mhm. It's like again, when you look at other races, you're able to see the vulnerability of that woman. You're able to see that woman soft. I remember growing up in school, they used to always see the white girls always crying, this and that. And it's like the first thing too, when you watch certain movies, if they get pulled over, they tell them, "Hey, start to cry," so that the officer might action on you or something like that. So I think we need to um, we as a people, when it comes to the black race as a whole. Um, need to remember who we are. Like, it doesn't start with slavery. Like, if we put in that mentality that, yes, before slavery, like, we were kings and queens. Yes, in Europe, we were part of the royal families. Within Europe, there were the Moors who did things and who had money. Um, and, you know, like I said, a, a lot of miseducation of how the so-called Black person is supposed to be was brought upon this Western um, ideology of, of, of the so-called Black person. You know, so that needs to change. But again with all of that it goes right back to the post where you know these white women felt that it you know they felt free and okay to say these stuff and I kind of felt a way you know they talking about our black men like that too because that goes to show you like you looking down at the black man you really don't care about black men like that but it just goes to show you too like they as black men they have to remember too like because when the girls when in one of the texts when they say, oh, the black man will make her do anything she wants to him and he'll just, you know, accept it. It's like, brothers, like, you should take heed of this and really look into that. Like, you are, you're not treating yourself as a king, you know? Like, they don't see you as a king. Oh, if that would have never been said. So it's, again, going back to, you know, value. Like, how much do you value yourself? Like I said, everyone is entitled to their own position, um, opinions. I don't have anything against interracial um, relationships, couples, but I feel as if it's a disservice and a dishonor when it comes out like this. Like, you know, how much of the so-called interracial couples behind closed door, the, the other counterpart, if it's non-Black, how much do they really feel like that? You know, and how much do their family really feel like that? But um, yeah, it's it's some very interesting uh, posts that came up. So, and I'm gonna pick you back off of that for a second. I think a lot of times you remember how you were saying before about how sometimes the white women, like I guess, they'll date, they'll do that, but when it comes down to the actual marriage, you know, they not want to go that they won't go that route. And I feel a lot of that um, uh, goes back to their family. I think uh, like let's break down that number. You said ninety percent. I would say. 75% because I feel like 15% of them would say yes in a heartbeat, no matter what the financial standing of that black man was, but they know they can't bring him home. 
and 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 quite frankly, I feel like that doesn't just go for them as well. That goes for white men as well. I I think a lot of them would truly love that, and even when they date or they have their fetishes or what have you, they you know truly fall for this black woman. But it's like, oh my lord, like I and and, and I can't. How's my family gonna take this? How are they gonna do this to me? And quite frankly, I'm of the opinion if you are not prepared to stand strong against that, don't go that route. I remember I was a, a gentleman was sharing a story with me. He was a football player in college. And he was saying there was a, a white guy on his team that was completely infatuated with this Jamaican girl on campus. And he really, really liked her. And he, they were telling him, well, listen, if you like her, why don't you, you know, go for it, go. And he was like, yo, I would love to. Like, she's so pretty and she's so nice and she's so smart. They're like, well, what's the problem? It's like, dude, my grandfather though, Listen, if you ain't prepared to stand up to, for, to G, grandpa, don't do it. Don't yep. do it. Yep. And, and again, exactly that point, because especially when it comes within the U.S., there's systematic racism that's been in, embedded in, in, in these folks, especially these white Western folks. And then, you know, even to outside of the U.S., because the U.S. racism has spread like a virus throughout other countries. A lot of times it goes back to economic stands and financial you know where are you financially because again these young ladies these white young ladies depending on their background if they're back if they come from a background with money they're not looking at the, a, 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 a black person that ain't making money they ain't looking at a regular joe that's down that's down the street even if he working and he got his decent job and whatever he has to be making a certain amount of figures before they're going to look at him, especially if they're coming from a wealthy background. Now, on the other hand, if you have a white young lady who's probably low income, low to middle income, and, you know, same thing, she might be going to the same high school and college with, you know, Jeremy, who is within the middle income, then, you know, again, if her background is on the same background level as Jeremy, of course, she and Jeremy are going to make it. And she's only looking at Jeremy for who he is because that economic background, that financial background, she's not coming from a high-class family or I would say middle-high-class family, um, white folk. So it, it usually is the lower-class, lower-to-middle-income white girl that might go for that, you know, everyday Black dude. Um, other than that, um, in reference to the white man with the black woman a lot of our black women is educated and they they tend to be on a certain level especially when it comes financially too like there are a lot of black females that is doing pretty good so a lot of the times that's why that white male might per se um be able to do well with that black woman because there are a lot of educated sisters out there um that be on their grind and be doing their thing so I, I really think um, the white guys have it a little bit better off versus the white female when it comes to looking um, for a mate. The, the white man to black woman, I think they have a little bit better off versus than the white female to black man because, again, statistically, our black, you know, when it comes to graduating with college and things like that and have degrees, um, there is a certain amount of uh, that's lower than the black female percentage that's lower than black female um but yeah and remember that wasn't always the case 
And, and this exactly. is where I go back to, you know, somewhat of them leaving us behind because, you know, I remember I was having a conversation with a guy that I, um, he, he went to school with my sister and he ran into me um, by the train station and we just started talking and he's like, you know, what are you doing with yourself? I just graduated. I was working, you know, um, for a production company and, you know, I was slow, my, my career was slowly progressing. And he was like, you know, I'm really proud of you. I'm happy for you. He's like, you know, just do me a favor when you make big times. Like, don't forget about the brothers, okay? Don't leave us behind. And he goes, I'm tired of your sisters, like, just going the other route. And I and I said, ho, ho, ho. Don't, don't leave. Don't forget about the brothers. But y'all left us first. Y'all jumped shit way before we did. If anything, sisters just got hit to this within the new millennium. You guys jumped shit way before we did and left us behind way before. So I was actually a little pissed off when he said that to me because to me it didn't, um, it wasn't warranted. And, you know, like, you know, picking back what you said, I do believe that at times it does come from a financial uh, standpoint when it comes to interracial dating. And, and like you, I, I typically don't have an issue with interracial dating except for, like you said, when it comes down to the finances, because when I see, you know, an interracial couple walking down the street and he's, you know, the average Joe, you know, he's a, he's a fireman, he's a teacher, plumber, electrician, he works for sanitation or something like that. Clearly she's with him because she loves him. Like you said, when you see the celebrities and some, you know, at that point I do cock my brow like, hmm, why are you with him truly? Yeah. And again, when it went with these percentages that I'm that I'm putting out, it's my so-called estimate approximation. I'm sure if people want to get actual statistics, if they Google or look it up, um, they can see if there's statistics out there, you know, what's the ratio of um, black male who, you know, graduate or their financial or good stand versus a black woman with good stand and you know um with a college education if they want to find out more information themselves in reference to that because again I'm no expert and I'm just talking based off of my own opinion um, of what I've seen and probably observation um and again like same thing as we're saying like with just observation it just always appears as if you know when that black man especially within the sports arena or if that black man is doing well off when you look to see um, who's his counterpart, it's like, damn, another one, another white woman. Um, and, you know, even was watching, it goes back, like this is something that's been going on for a while. I remember watching, I, I believe it was School Days, um, Spike Lee School, yes. mm -hmm. school Days, and I believe that came out in the eight, late 80s, 90s, and it was the same thing that they was touch basing on as well. Like, it was like, yeah, when that brother seems to make it, you know, on his arm, here comes the white girl. But it's like, well, what happened? Why are you not with the sister? You do have to take in consideration sometimes, too. Gen uh, demographics do, you know, you have to take into consideration, especially when you look out, you know, at the rest of the country. You know, if, if you grew up in, a, in, a, in an area that was pretty much dominated by, you know, white or Caucasian folks, most likely that's what's going to happen. That's who you're going to gravitate to a date because that's who you've associated with. And that's who you grew up with. And that's who you've been around. Like, for instance, me growing up um, in the Bronx, in New York City, um, most of high school and half of college, most of my boyfriends were Latino. Because that's who I went to school with. And that's who lived in my neighborhoods. That's who dominated the borough. 
And again, just like you say, your environment plays a part, right? So then you do also have folks that I feel, especially there are some who experience shock, like say you grew up in a predominantly all black neighborhood or you grew up in a predominantly all white neighborhood. And once you had the opportunity to be out and then you're exposed to different people per se, you start to get infatuation with them and you're like, oh my goodness, like there's, there, that's some aspect that, um, you know, where you're like, oh my gosh, I want to be with this person because they look different than me or um, it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's something different, you know? Uh, um, so that's sometimes something that, that I feel as if um, might be a stand too because a lot of these black guys, if depending on where they grew up, you know, if they grew up within um, the city or within a predominantly black area, it's like, I guess you get tired of, or they probably get tired of that one particular being with this black woman or something like that. And it's like, once they're able to get out of the, um, that environment, it's like, oh my gosh, here's something different that I wanna try and get into. So that might be um, one reason in as well. So um, yeah, environment definitely does play a role um, into, you know, um, who you want to be with and I, I tell folks again to me I believe when they say love like some people say love is love but I'm like no love is a choice because we choose who we love people say oh you can't you just fuck no you choose who you want to love you choose who you want to date because based on if you know certain you know knowledge if you know certain if you're brought up a certain way in education and things like that like you're making a choice to be with that person at the end of the day like love is a choice we choose to love somebody um because like again if you're around someone i don't agree hmm? i don't agree because you can be with someone for years and like you can respect that person you can like that person you can enjoy their company like you can be very very compatible with that person and never fall in love with them but at the same time you're still choosing to be with that person you're making a choice to be with them well no you, know, that, you might not that, love them well, but you're still choosing well yeah the relationship person like that's the choice but the the love factor i don't think that's the choice because well, I, I reason why I say is a choice because, like, to me, when people say love is love, I'm like, you have to be careful with that because if I'm a grown person and I'm saying, oh, you're telling me you're gonna fall in love with a kid, you know, so it go, it's it's much deeper than that. Like, of course, um, there's essence where you can be around someone and you you may feel like you have a strong connection or if you have, uh, if you know, like if this person is like, you have a soul connection or something to that, like in certain aspects. Yeah. But I just feel like when it comes to the term love, it, it is something to where, um, like, again, when you're stepping out of your circle, you're choosing to step out of that circle. You're making that choice when you want to venture out and you want to experience something different, you are choosing to do so. You're, you're, anything that we do, we make choices in what we do. So if you're not, if you're in a particular environment and if all you know is that of the black person, if all, if all you know is one thing, you're going to 
whatever comes at you, that's what you're going to be around. That's what you're going to choose to be around. But if you go into a different environment and you're like, oh, I don't know this, and I'm choosing to venture out into something, you're making that choice to say, hey, I'm going to test something out new. Um, I'm open to, you know, seeing what's love on this end. So that's what, when it comes to when I say choices, that's what I mean when I'm as far as saying it's a choice, you know, because at the end of the day, like in anything that we do, like we choose to continue to be around a person. We choose to allow that person within our space. We choose to open up ourselves to a particular individual, you know? So um, yeah, that's what in, in particular in depth into what, in what I want to say. But even for myself, like there's beauty in each being, in each type of human, but I just find it being with the knowledge that I have and that I know about, especially my melanated brother or that African person, like I have so much respect and admiration. And I'm like, I just want to be with a melanated person. I just want to be with a melanated man, someone that knows knowledge of self and someone that knows where he stands and know that he's a king. Um, again, I no disrespect to, you know, my white brothers out there, you know, I, I, I love me and Orlando Bloom looking like, you know, I used to love me some <laughs> Brad Pitt, you know, like um, Johnny Depp, like, these oh, were, yes, you know, white yes, guys yes. that I'm just like, oh my God, they look good. Um, you ever watch Power? Oh, um, what's his name yeah. that plays Tommy? Tommy, Eden. yes, um, yes. Stank, Joseph I'm like, hell, you know, Tommy just like, mm, yes, he looked really good. Like, there, there are some very attractive, nice white guys. And I, I'm not going to beat around the bush with that. They're attractive white guys. They're attractive Asian dudes. Like, I've seen some Asian guys that are attractive. I'm like, oh, you know, he's cute. Um, but there's something for me when it comes to just the black man and I'm just like oh my god like it's just so many different shades and it's just something of that aura that's like oh my god this is the original man right here because everything else is like you you come after this original man so it's like I'm always in awe but I just know for me um being a, a black woman and just knowing with the knowledge that I know of myself I'm going to continue to support the black man um and, you know, I can only wish and hope better that he sees himself in a, a certain stand, you know. Let me ask you, what do you think it'll take to bridge this gap between, you know, the Black man and the Black woman? Between the king and the queen? Knowledge. Knowledge of self. I mean, the breakdown of basically when it all comes down to what you were taught and the fundamentals, the traditions that we continue to do from... Um, you know, the system, again, because even so, like, I feel as if, again, when it comes to why things are the way it is, it's this whole Western racism, this Western society, the American racism that has brought, like, this division of um, this race. They made race a factor. When race isn't a factor, then you can find unity between people. The main thing is that that whole race thing. If you took out race, if you took out, you know, um, economic uh, disparities, like people will be with anybody, you know, because then it's like when you respect what each person brings to 
society or brings as a human race, then there's no there's no issue of having to prove yourself or having to you know because you know you would already know who you are. So like with everything that's going on is because of this, you know, it's it's the whole racism, Western racism. So in reference to um as far as bridging the gap when it comes to it's the whole as a human things go back to your nationality there's no such thing as a white person there's no such thing as an actual black person um these were terms that was put place um within like 15th 16th century i want to say um it was more so you were regarded as your, your nationality like mm-hmm. you are a Moor or you are a Native American which Native American most people only think it's the red skin made Native American but no Native Americans were also melanated dark um look just like an African um because again when you're an original person that's majority of the world is melanated it's only a, a few percent that's actually not melanated but um in order to bridge the gap between black, the black man, quote, quote, black, and quote, quote, black woman, (laughs) African, as I would say, is is just education and truth-based. We have to get back into knowing who we are as a people, who we are as a a community, as a whole. No, I I definitely agree with that as a whole, definitely. Um, Is there anything else you wanna add in terms of the post? I would say, you know, in conclusion, I do understand that it's not everybody that think like that. And it's not, you know, it's not all white women and it's not quote white women or Caucasian um, that may think like that. And it's not all African men or black, you know, quote black men that think like that. And, but I do feel as if it should have been an eye opener. And, you know, I feel as if, again, something where, some brothers should take heed and you know just look at that and do not automatically think it's all oh, that sister that so-called posted it no it wasn't that no i definitely can agree to that no. like you said not everyone thinks like that and we i think everyone knows that not that there's not two people on this planet that are exactly the same everyone thinks differently everyone looks differently everyone has different opinions and that's okay but fellas you like you said i think you definitely got to take heed to that and 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 not even just in regards to the post you you know you we're not your enemy you know we don't view you as the enemy so please don't like put us in that category because that's not the case and that's not that's not our i don't think our ultimate goal at all exactly and again i just want to put out there a disclaimer again it was just all of my um answers and you know, this is all based on my opinion. I'm not an expert, but just on my opinion, observation, and me reading certain articles and reading certain books, which I'm not able to fully give you the actual, but like go read this book because I, I didn't write it down or so, but I'm just going off of, you know, observation and what I see. And again, um, you know, we're a people, we human race at the same time. It's just, there are certain things that um, cause us to think a certain way and it's based on the environment to which we are a part of and the society to which we are a part of which we are living in America in this western world that pushes this thing of race and they try to make it a breakdown um, instead of bringing a unification of people it's more of a, a breakdown of, of people 
No, definitely, definitely. And 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 that's okay. This is these are your opinions, these are your thoughts, and you're sharing your experiences, and that's exactly what this platform is for. And you know, I thank you for you know coming on and doing just that and you know providing some insight on that gabby you know you take care take it easy stay safe out there stay healthy and you know thank you again for joining me on necessary conversations with a black woman thanks for having me and um hope everyone have a good one and good to be a part of this conversation all right now take it easy folks out there thank you for tuning in everyone out there like i said before stay safe stay healthy and tune in again take care